Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How often do you make pancakes at home? Never. Literally never. Do you like pancakes? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, calm down, guys. Calm down. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let, uh, Good, let, me, let, me, let me say that again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, gotta take the edge that off. That's good. Thank you. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs. Or Dundamip, then the people versus paper people. Dundamip, then the people versus paper people. Dundamip, then the people versus paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host, and you guys, I'm like really smart now. You don't even know. Sean Roney. I'm Edwin Janes. But, Sean, I have to ask you a personal question. Do you think that I should get a fedora? <laughs> uh, and with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Hey, what's going on? Phyllis got flashed in the parking lot. <laughs> okay, you need to stop that right now. <laughs> Every week we get together to talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week we'll be discussing uh, Kelly Kahu, Kelly Kapoor. Uh, what a delicious surprise. Go on. After the main... using that weird slow voice. That's a good one. All right. After after we cover our main topic, we'll go to the conference room where we have a couple listener with some listener feedback, uh, and we'll finish up with some trivia sent to us by Karen. Uh, also, just uh, not a lot of housekeeping this week, but uh, if you're not a member on Patreon and you just want more of this show, uh, go check us out on Patreon. Uh, become a Scott's Tot. Get a bunch of bonus Mailbag episodes, ad-free, main feed episodes, and uh, all kinds of other goodies. Uh, Edwin, what, uh, wh- why don't you uh, bring us to the Edwin show here for, for Miss <laughs> Kelly Kapoor? We were reviewing our character profiles. We realized that we hadn't done a dedicated episode for Kelly. We had done Ryan and Kelly together very early on uh, in the show's uh, tenure. And we actually revisited uh, Ryan single character episode a couple years ago, but we had never done an episode on Kelly. So we're way, way, way overdue uh, in doing a character profile for Kelly Kapoor. She's one of the funnier characters on the show. She really completes the ensemble and she brings a very mm-hmm. different sort of flavor to the to the comedy and the just the way they all interact. Yeah, I think we were all kind of uh, surprised that we hadn't done Kelly yet. Uh, it was starting to feel like we'd done everyone at this point. But, uh, but of course, uh, Kelly needs her own episode, Kelly Kapoor. Um, a.k.a. Kelly Kahoo, a.k.a. the business bitch, the diet bitch, the shopping bitch, the etiquette bitch, uh, played by and in part written by uh, the great Mindy Kaling. Uh, 
Mindy Kaling was born in Massachusetts to an architect and an OBGYN. She was named after a Robin Williams sitcom called Mork and Mindy. Oh, yeah. Um, huh, that's funny. She went that's, to... I didn't know that. Yeah. She went to uh, She went to Dartmouth uh, where she got a degree in playwriting. Uh, and while she was there, she was also in an acapella group uh, called the Rockapellas. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but... Um, uh, Karen Filippelli, Rashida Jones, also also in her college uh, acapella group. I wonder how many cast members uh, actually did acapella. Um, she also interned on Late Night with Conan O'Brien during college. Uh, she uh, After college, she moved to Brooklyn and lived with Brenda Withers, who is uh, also on The Office. As, what's her name again? I can't remember. Is it Brenda? She, yeah. Oh, it is Brenda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to guess Brenda without even knowing. Yeah. From Booze Cruise, right? She's a... Mm -hmm. uh, um, sure. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. And then, of course, now uh, after The Office, uh, uh, Mindy Kaling went on to make The Mindy Project and, and so many other great shows. Edwin, I know you watched uh, her, her new show. Never um, Have I Ever. Yeah, Never Have I Ever. That's right. So um, Mindy Kaling, obviously... Um, incredible a, a writer on the show um for a, a maybe maybe eight just the eight seasons uh before kelly leaves in the ninth but uh but yeah yeah similar to uh some of our earlier character profiles like daryl and angela characters that we visited really early on in doing this show i felt like at, we did ryan and kelly together and it felt like we had kind of covered a lot of her character but in reflecting on that and preparing for this episode i think I realized just how much she brings to the show. And then, as you mentioned, as a, as a writer and a, and a contributor, uh, producer to the show, like she just br brings so much, Mindy Kaling, that is. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it was exciting to find this new topic to dig into and to present and to discuss uh, going into this week. I kind of think of both, uh, I mean, Kelly, but uh, along with Ryan, there's sort of like if The Office was a deck of cards... I feel like Ryan and Kelly are kind of like the Joker cards that are like, they come with every deck. They're definitely part of the deck of cards, mm. but like they're not, they're not necessarily a part of any specific card game, but you can put them in any card game to make it a lot more entertaining. Yeah. Like they're not necessary, like in terms of like plot, so they much of what, especially Kelly adds so much commentary and just character. And like oftentimes throughout the show, uh, they're sort of the show's main conduit to like whatever pop culture is going to miss a lot of the audience or something. Kelly's there to sort of provide that. So she's almost like this kind of fun utility piece uh, that gets used in the cast so well. And like that has to, I think, do with her being a writer. The fact that she's able to write herself in and out of certain things that she knows her character is going to work. And so, um, I mean, I think all the right Toby's like that too. All the writers that are actors, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, I mean, out of wait a minute, wait a minute. Toby is the instruction card you throw away. Ryan is probably yes, like a correct. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so that's 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 sort of how I view both Ryan and Kelly. But Kelly, especially more than Ryan, who's a little more involved in like the plot, some of the plots, and also you know he's on the cover of like the DVDs and the season pictures. You know, mm -hmm. uh, Mindy Kaling is not. But I would argue that her character on the show is much funnier than Ryan and brings a lot more life into the office than most of the characters. Kelly can bring, just to kind of tag off what you were saying, Kelly yeah. can bring kind of a bluntness and uh, uh, like when she she can deliver lines within like an ensemble scene where they're all talking or commenting on something. But like her words can hit so much harder because it's coming from her. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus somebody like Meredith or Pam or or um or Kevin. Like the way that hey. Kelly says certain things can really, really feel like a <laughs> can, uh, can really, really cut. Well, I say that because Kevin's kind of the only one sometimes who will have these sobering like, no, Michael, you're just dumb. Like he'll just say things. <laughs> That everyone's thinking. Kelly does that too, but hers are always a little more just like, I'm so bored. <laughs> She's just like, speaks her mind in a different way. That It's mm-hmm. always funny. There's something really like, uh, Kelly is both, uh, yeah, very like uh, sweet and totally evil at the same time. <laughs> like there's, mm-hmm. there's a certain uh, like, you know, she she can be totally right honest, home, but it also just a <laughs> pathological liar at the same time. She'd be right at home as like another member of the Patty's bar crew, and it's always sunny. Like she could, yes. she could survive in that world. <laughs> like she, I well, think she's, she's been on. I, yeah, she's a guest star. On, I think yeah. she's been on. It's always sunny as a before. consultant. Yeah, oh, there you <laughs> she go. Has a little arc. Yeah, I, I mean, I that, haven't when seen she, that, but when she calls uh, Kelly, when she calls Dwight's uh, outfit disgusto barfo. When uh, <laughs> when she calls uh, Pam's speech at the beach pathetic, no offense, Pam. Like there, there are these mm-hmm. little ways that she can uh, she can package up her kind of commentary. Like you said, she's uh, she can be mean but very funny about it, or mean but very kind about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who says exactly what's on their mind? What <laughs> game is that? <laughs> um. I think uh, you know the the Mindy the Kelly Kapoor that we get to know and love. Um, uh, in the office, it, it, she's she doesn't really show up right away when the office begins in seasons one and two. Um, I think uh, you know season one, uh, we don't get too much with Kelly. Uh, diversity that day though is certainly uh, that's what comes to mind as the uh, as sort of her first real moment on the show. Yeah. She just she slaps her way into our consciousness on the show. Whoa, there she is. Yeah, I think that's her only one of her only appearances, or at least one of her only dialogue uh, mm-hmm. scenes in the first season. And like you said, she starts kind of as a more of a background character, and as the show becomes more of a fully realized ensemble, she becomes a big part of that. But it takes a few seasons. Like, uh, it, what's uh, what's the term? Like NPC? Is that a video game thing? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, like a, a lot of those ensemble characters, right? I've seen Sean kill a lot of NPCs in online Red Dead for the one week we play video games together. Uh, but yeah, Sean, don't shoot that guy. No, Sean, don't shoot that guy. <laughs> It's more fun. Oh, now we have to get chased all the way back to town. <laughs> that is a video game term, though, like controller, yeah. uh, console, <laughs> username. But anyways, but, but, you know, she's sort of one of these, right? She's a totally straight uh, character. Just in, You mean uh, early on? Yes, in, in yeah. the ensemble, in seasons one and two. And then in, in, in season two, I, I think it starts to be very gradual that we see the development of kelly kapoor i mean maybe what comes to mind is is the christmas party when she kisses dwight is like the most Mm. like you know and then uh and then of course we also have um uh well you know valentine's day is when she and ryan get together um and uh and um women appreciation day we also get her kind of toying with jan a little bit I, I saw Kelly's kind of growth on screen uh, in sort of three little or three different uh, 
I guess, sort of chapters or phases uh, in the first two seasons. Number one is Kelly and Dwight, which is, I think, mm-hmm. kind of a throwaway line. They don't explore really at all. Uh, Dwight, during Diversity mm-hmm. Day, says that, you know, what race are you sexually attracted to is the question from Michael. And Dwight says white and Indian. And then mm-hmm. Kelly kisses him during the Christmas party. And then later, they're... What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's a deleted scene in um, The Job, I believe, uh, which oh. we talked about, where Kelly talks about how Dwight used to have a crush on me, and if he's manager, it's going to be totally weird. So there's that little piece of it. The second piece, of course, is Kelly being developed as a character who talks a lot uh, in mm-hmm. the carpet when Jim has to go sit back with her, and uh, during um, Valentine's Day when, they, when she and Ryan are coming together. And then the third one, of course, is... Um, is Kelly and Ryan and their relationship becoming mm-hmm. an on again, off again, on again, off again, and so forth throughout the rest of the series. And, and I mean, season two, she's, yeah, she has much more of a background character. We start to see, we start to see little bits of Kelly emerging in season two. I think the first moment to me that feels like the real Kelly is an email surveillance when um, they're at uh, Jim's party and she just is complaining about Oscar and Stanley talking about work in the kitchen mm-hmm. the way she does that is like can we please not talk about work it's just that's the first little spark of I think that the Kelly we see and then by the end of season two um, you know she goes on her first date with Ryan and I think by the time she's sort of dating Ryan that that gets her into uh, her character becomes a lot more realized um, I think as as both BJ Novak and Mindy Kaling write themselves into the show more mm-hmm. and kind of figure out who they are I think, too, uh, one thing that I noticed is that uh, so much of Kelly's character development in the, I think throughout the show, but it's specifically in like seasons two, three, and into four, are in deleted scenes. They just get cut for time because the Kelly and Ryan yeah. plot lines don't necessarily often drive the main plot line of the episode. So it's kind of natural that they would end up getting cut for time, but it's unfortunate because it gives Kelly a lot more development, a lot more lines of dialogue, a lot more screen time. So, like, for example, in the in the carpet when Jim is back there, there, there's even more of Kelly talking to Jim. There's a scene where Jim gets up to go talk to Toby and and talks about how Toby moved from her cubicle to a different desk that doesn't have a cubicle. And Jim says, so you couldn't, you just couldn't take it anymore, huh? And Toby <laughs> says, I don't know what you're talking about. And Jim says, so it's going to be like that, huh? And Toby <laughs> says, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole thing is they just acknowledge that it's just Kelly and Jim. And then yeah. I, I do like though that that also builds a little uh, of, of affinity between Kelly and Jim because it leads into the Valentine's Day episode where she asks uh Jim to talk to Ryan for her. It also leads into how excited yeah. she is when she when Jim comes back um from Stanford. <laughs> so yeah. um yeah, it, and it's she just, uh, tells him about all the celebrity babies that have been born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the best bloopers in the show when she mixes up who Brad Pitt and Angelina have. With <laughs> and, and the way John Krasinski is like, I think you got that mixed up. <laughs> She's just like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, uh. But, but yeah, definitely I think her relationship with Ryan is definitely what kind of becomes a bigger focus through season two and in through season three, especially because Michael is so invested in Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. that like the way that he treats Kelly is a little different. I'm thinking of in Diwali when he's making fun of Ryan for wearing the, I think it's Kirtha. And he then asks, oh, right, uh, yeah. and then he asks Kelly after he's, Ryan's getting complimented, why didn't you get me one? So like there's, there's a funny development between Kelly and Ryan and, uh, and Michael as well. But then also, I mean, Michael and Kelly as their dynamic kind of goes back and forth uh, it, earlier, early on. And I guess kind of throughout the show, 
is a lot of Michael making jokes about Kelly being Indian. Um, but it seems to grow out of that. And, and funny enough, as they go on, um, they actually end up kind of bonding over certain things because they're both so juvenile. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, I mean, certainly like, I mean, what are all the jokes that Michael's made? I mean, he did, did the spicy curry award for the, for the Dundee award. And she's like, why? <laughs> like, this is a bowler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, suggest to dress up like the girl from bed, like Beckham for Halloween. She's like, I don't know. Beckham. I don't, like, I don't really play soccer. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I don't, I really don't have two heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of a good point, I guess. He sure. totally misses the point of Diwali. And, right. Uh, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, you know, by, by Diwali, you know, it's it, clearly the show is comfortable enough to pretty much, you know, have this episode revolve around, uh, you know, Kelly and her relationship, not just to Ryan, but like to her parents and sort of like what they see of Ryan. And, um, yeah, it's it's kind of the it's almost like they're like the 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 B side, not even the B side, Jim and Pam. I guess that would be more like Angela and and and, and uh, Dwight, I guess. But they're like this outside of the show's just unconcerned with like them being happy or together <laughs> or we don't really care if they're together or not. But they're they're the one relationship that exists for almost the entire show. That's just like, oh, that that's all. They're like that couple in high school that's just like, I don't really know either of them that well because they're always just like sitting outside together it's, and I'm, they're always going to be together. Hey, Robert says this, or Ryan says this to Robert California in Gettysburg. Robert, you got your sheep and you got your black sheep and I'm not even a sheep. I'm on the freaking moon. <laughs> no, thing, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's a really interesting dynamic. Alex, you said, uh, you know, we don't really care if they're together or they're not. But I think I, I think it's pretty clear that they should not be together, right? From the very beginning, Ryan does not oh, yeah. want to be with her, and uh, Ryan shouldn't be with any. Ryan should be lonely and alone. <laughs> right, he shouldn't be with anybody. In this detritus home, <laughs> and so it's worth pointing out too that at this stage, <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> wow, wow. It's worth pointing out he watches. <laughs> yeah. That in this talk. stage of the relationship, it's really Kelly chasing Ryan is these early seasons. And and it's the whole thing is just such an adolescent approach to relationships. Everything they do. I think you brought that up of like the juvenile quality of Kelly. I mean, that's always very present in her character all the way through the show is you know, she always kind of comes back to the same common denominators of what she really cares about. And unfortunately, at the center of that is often making sure Ryan likes her, which is so toxic and terrible. <laughs> uh, but she, that's like kind of what drives her character for so much of this show. She doesn't care about her work, really. Uh, but she cares about Ryan. And like, they have a lot of fun with that. I want like, they clearly just love making fun of that relationship in the writing room. I want to I want to talk for a second about uh Kelly's job, Kelly's work uh as you mentioned cuz uh Kelly is customer service, right? Until she until she quits in season 9. Um, video chat, I Skype, I text, I tweet, I phone, I woof. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw a fan theory online that was uh you know, a lot of Michael says it many times. The reason people pick us over the big box stores is, you know, the the customer service. 
you know, of course he's talking a, a, yeah. a little bit about, you know, the right. sales representatives and stuff. But she literally is customer service. And we kind of see that she is good at this job, too. Certainly better than Angela is. They when... cut out the deleted <laughs> scene where she's really bad. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Is that but what she it. keeps forgetting someone's on the phone? <laughs> but I had that. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I had that thought, too, that maybe what we talk about how as the show goes on, the we just kind of get to presume that the brand is successful, kind of in spite of itself, that Michael is the one who landed all these big clients, that Jim and Dwight prop yeah. up the business with their sales, et cetera. It's right. alluded to that they can be the most profitable branch. But what if part of that is that Kelly's customer service allows them to retain clients? Like that's right. a, it's a funny thing that I don't think is ever acknowledged. But <laughs> I think I think again, there's a leading scene where Kelly is delivering the, delivering the same line. Hi, this is Kelly with customer service. Oh my god, I'm so we're, I'm so sorry this happened. Uh, <laughs> You know, we're all talking about it over here. I'll be thinking about you all day. And she repeats it to the next customer. And then there's a talking head of Ryan repeating the same line again and again. But um, <laughs> yeah. we see it when Jim and Dwight go to make that sales call. And they call one of the Oh, my God, Jim. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great phone. That's a great phone moment. Although, and, and at the same time, she... Uh, she... <laughs> It's that enthusiasm that makes it's, me yeah. laugh. It's it's it a little blown out on the phone speaker, like, oh my god, hi. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, in the search committee, when she's talking about being manager, they they ask, uh, "It says here that you manage your department, but you're the only person." She says, "Yes, and I can be a handful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can be very, very difficult. I'm not easy. Yeah, I'm yeah, easy to manage. yeah. That's it." <laughs> Which is funny and also true. I think one of the like moments from Kelly that I struggled with the most as a viewer is when D'Angelo is there and she has to pretend that Ryan is her boss. Right. That that's oh, uh, that's what that's hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's very crazy. Yeah. That yeah, that's a great example of their the way that Mindy because I I, I I think I attribute like almost every scene between BJ Novak and Mindy. I, I just kind of assume that it was written by them. That's probably not always true. Well, it I, was acted by them. You can assume that. I can assume that. <laughs> yes. But you know, like, I feel like they just, they go so dark with it <laughs> a few times. That's certainly one of the dark moments. You know, it's funny. We, you, you mentioned this, Alex, like about Ryan and his character. And this episode is about Kelly. But one of the funny things, even just talking about Kelly and Michael sharing certain things in common, one of the things that is like Kelly's fatal flaw is that she sees so much in Ryan that isn't there, just like Michael. She sees yep. so much in him <laughs> Wow, just isn't there. Like she sees this long-term partner and potential fall in yeah. love, have babies, I'm... spend every second together. And Ryan just at no point ever really portrays any interest yeah. in doing that or being capable of doing that. It's just, it's really funny how... She projects all that onto him at every stage. Yeah, yeah. that's so funny. And, the, and people like Pam are often looking at it, being like, <laughs> "I don't get it. That, like, what? What is it? What do you see? Like, what's there Pam, for you?" This is why it's the fatal flaw because she's presented with good alternatives like multiple times. Yes, <laughs> yeah. she continues to just choose Ryan, Daryl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just yeah. like Michael. Mm -hmm. uh, it's everything I am and everything I'm not. I'm I'm bummed actually <laughs> that we never got just a moment between Kelly and Michael both <laughs> talking about how they how much they like Ryan or something like well, that. Well, they do. There is yeah, yeah, get close to that okay. when uh it's about when when, when she goes to she goes to Michael to talk about how no one um came to her birthday party. Right. 
And he's like, you know, I also have a very difficult time getting people to come to my parties. Yeah. And they, it's not about Ryan, but it, they have that moment in Michael's office. And then she's like, I'm going to pretend to get mad at you. And then they're laughing. And, yeah. you know, they're like, so they, they have that little thing where they, they're clearly on the same, like socially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have the same, like, laughing. same social problems. There is another one, though, during conflict resolution where Michael is reading out all the complaints. Michael says, here's a Kelly complaint. Ryan never returns my calls. Uh, join the club. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's what I'll join the club. I talk a lot, so I've learned to just tune myself out. <laughs> uh I, I, what a, a, oh yeah, go ahead. A, a bump in in there in Ryan and uh, Kelly's relationship uh, is at the end of season three. He gets the job, the corporate job, and uh, uh, and then it's uh, really good in the background. What <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you and I, you and I are done. Um, and uh, and then Kelly starts dating Daryl the next season. Yeah, this I kind of I don't know about you guys. I kind of always forget about Kelly and Daryl. Like I love, I love. <laughs> I hope we do a care. I hope we do an an arc, an episode about this arc because we have the power. They to have do so. such great scenes. They <laughs> have such good scenes. We've got there. some time now to talk about it. Fuego <laughs> yeah. yellow, fire and ice. <laughs> I, I just, I just love. Like, there's honestly like. Socially, it seems like there's not two more different people in the office than Kelly and Daryl <laughs> in terms of like Daryl's a man body types, plays it cool. He's pretty good at like reading people and like he's like uh, Daryl's like, how do I say what I want to say in two words? And Kelly's like, how do I use the most words possible? Mm-hmm. So that getting them together is really funny. But just all the little act- interactions they have with Daryl walks by Ryan in season four and Ryan kind of backs away and dust his shirt off <laughs> you just get these little it's it's every one of them is so good or even when they fight and daryl just says like hey like you got to access your own crazy side maybe this thing has run its course yeah and just, <laughs> don't you walk away from me daryl Fibbin. <laughs> think it over i uh, love it. ping pong yeah yeah <laughs> kelly's so emboldened yeah by uh, by her relationship with Daryl, that she can just go, she goes crazy on Pam. <laughs> yeah, she kind of gets in a she kind of gets in a Phyllis mindset of having Bob Vance behind her at all times, <laughs> <laughs> just just not caring. You know what's? I mean, it's funny because I feel like I feel like if it weren't for Ryan getting back, like coming back and wanting Kelly back, Daryl would have stayed with Kelly. It kind of felt like, which almost is to, like, kind of starts to show you. It's like Ryan can't seem to leave Kelly. Daryl can't seem to leave Kelly. Like, she's got something about her that, that uh, when men get close, they they can't uh, they can't resist. At the same time, when she breaks up with him, he's so he's, he said it's oh. cool. He says it's cool. But that and and you know that's uh, it just. Makes me believe even more he's so happy because he couldn't do it. <laughs> he needed her to let him go. You know, this is going back to what Alex said about uh, Phyllis and Bob, where it's like Phyllis, Phyllis, and we, I go to bars flirt with guys, and then Bob beats them up. I can imagine <laughs> Kelly saying, "I go to bars with Daryl, I flirt with guys, and then Daryl tells me to stop." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turns out Daryl's friends with that guy. Yeah. He tells me to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's it's yeah. I think you're right. Where it's just like the pro- the idea of breaking up with Kelly is he's such a headache for Daryl. It's just like although he's pretty straightforward about it, but you do wonder why he wouldn't have just broke it off and then mm-hmm. instead she does. He was probably considering doing it, but anyway, I mean, back to Kelly because she's. She's the one who is, uh, like, she, she loves to both, like, she needs a lot of attention. She likes to be the center of attention, which makes her, the. that's why she's the worst person to be with Ryan, who doesn't care about Kelly's feelings. I just, he just wants to be wanted, mm-hmm. but that's kind of where he draws that line. That's why we see that he treats Kelly so terribly. Like, as soon as she breaks up with him or is not interested, that's when he's like, no, wait, I need to have that power. I, I need to know that I have Kelly in my corner, which is, I mean, Ryan's a total psychopath. He's a complete uh, bad person. So uh, that's often uh, really bad people or people that need need some attention or feel broken. They get attracted <laughs> to people like that. It's just, it's bad, bad chemistry. It makes me if think I flake, of- I flake. <laughs> flake, I flake. It makes me think about Let's um, have sex one last time, and then if you have any cash, that would be awesome. <laughs> that, would be, that would be amazing. It makes me think about the saber store opening when Ryan is like, uh, you know, freaking out, and so they are pretending to be. I think they pretend to be Kelly at one they do. point. Dwight does. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Ryan, you're so great. He's like, shut up. <laughs> my mom would say the best stuff though yeah yeah, yeah that's <laughs> uh, we have a date <laughs> i i i mean i i agree that like like with everything you said about Ryan, but i do love their back and forth and how they come together and yeah. split up all the time it's mm-hmm. really funny to watch over the course of the show i mean i think she has one of the best lines in the whole show which is i have a question how dare you yeah, like that, that whole exchange, yeah. that scene where Ryan is in corporate and Kelly is dressed up, and uh, she's trying to get back together. Like, Big I love... fancy man, yeah. <laughs> fancy new whatever. Yeah. <laughs> fancy new. <laughs> Guess what, buddy? I'm keeping it. Yeah. Ryan used yeah. me as an object. Yeah, it's That's such one a of the good cutaway ones. when she tells Ryan she's pregnant, and then just shake, just shaking her head <laughs> in the confessional. Mm-hmm. And guess what, buddy? I am keeping it. <laughs> Or when uh, he goes off to prison and she talks about wearing her best tracksuit and going into the jail. And all the oh, yeah. be, Ooh, totally. Ryan, I never would have cheated on her. Yeah. <laughs> like, they both kind of carry themselves like they're being followed by, like, paparazzi or a gossip magazine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Which is, like, that's what Kelly likes to talk about. And, like, that's sort of her, her world. And so she almost fancies herself as as living this, like... It's like this this really tumultuous celebrity relationship is basically what her and Ryan are. Like, it seems well, like it's covered by a tabloid. You know, it, it's really not a part of the the main show. It's a webisode or web series. Um, but uh, what, what, what's their band called? Subtle uh, Sexuality. Subtle Sexuality. Subtle Sexuality. You know, they really, they really actually do go for it with the pop star life. And um, Mr. Understood. Yeah. yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Understood. <laughs> so dumb. He's a male uh, prima donna. Yeah. They yeah, call so, me Mr. Understood because no one understands me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you if you haven't watched the Subtle Sexuality web series, go please go check that out. Uh, it's very good. It's just a lot of fun. I mean, and that's the other part of of Kelly. We can we can sort of get to and getting into season five is like, um, when Aaron comes in and yes. basically. 
kind of the writers find this friendship between Aaron and Kelly that really makes sense. It really works. The two of them, it's never feels forced. Like it totally seems like they would actually have fun together. And part of it is Aaron kind of has a reverence for everyone else for some reason, <laughs> yeah. but she definitely has that with, uh, with, with Kelly. I mean, when she meets Kelly almost for the first time, she says this, she gets this talking head. That girl can sing and dance and gets all of her clothes at the mall. <laughs> which, which for Aaron is like wow that's amazing she yeah. buys all of her clothes at the mall I, I feel uh, like I I do feel I like I feel like I've definitely been in friendships before where I'm the Aaron and someone else is the Kelly oh sure <laughs> they yeah, need they there. need you but they just treat you <laughs> yeah so badly sometimes there's yeah. I mean I love the dynamic where Aaron says I love your outfit you look like JLo and then later on Kelly when Kelly talks about I think becoming the minority representative she's like I'm gonna get all new clothes or maybe it's becoming the manager I don't remember what yeah yeah she's yeah but she says I'm gonna get all new clothes and you can buy all my old clothes yep <laughs> Aaron. and then even she says I just meant the clothes that I was going to give the goodwill anyway <laughs> right yeah uh, uh, yeah, or like the two of them in the back of the car in Andy's mm. car or on their way to the wedding. Or, um, uh, or dancing at Cafe Disco. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's kind like of... Cafe that's, Disco. That's probably the beginning of it, of their friendship. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there are like little interactions with them throughout throughout mm-hmm. the... Um, throughout that time. I think one thing that happens too is in uh, Electric Circuit in season five, we get to see, well, Electric Circuit and then Customer Survey, there are moments of Kelly interacting, going back and forth with Jim and Dwight, which I think is a, is a fun dynamic as well, where she kind of, on one hand, she kind of, what, is he, what does Dwight say? You juke the stats cupcake? Yeah. Uh, on the customer <laughs> service. Um, about being smudge and arrogant. Um, and, and then later on, when it's her birthday in Electric Circuit, I'm kind of combining mm-hmm. these two. But I know. Uh, and they have to uh, throw the birthday party for Kelly. It's kind of funny how those two episodes almost feel like this. It's almost like a recycled plot line, really. Just just <laughs> Jim and Dwight against Kelly uh, or Kelly against Jim and Dwight. Yep. They have to be kind but of it's unwilling, so much unwilling parents. Yeah, uh, for like an yeah, unruly sure. child, a little yeah. bit. Like, there's something really fun about when Jim and Dwight have to co-manage a task, um, mm-hmm. party planning committee, uh, throwing the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Too loud, too loud. Cust- when Dwight and a customer survey, it's like Kelly has this one power over them, and she knows it, and she's like, "I could mess with you this way," and so they have to like figure out how to like get in, how how to get to Kelly's psyche and talk to her in the way that. She'll be okay with it. I, I want to go back, though, to Kelly and Aaron, because uh, season eight has one of my favorite Kelly and Aaron moments, which is, uh, I think it's the Halloween party. Um, and Andy is, Jessica is coming to the Halloween party. And Kelly can tell that Aaron doesn't like Jessica and <laughs> steps in and and uh, and is a good friend to Aaron. And and then walks right up to Jessica in front of a group of people and goes, "Oh my God, Jessica, did you fart?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that is how it's done. Well, she says, "I think it's the Christmas party," but she says, uh, "Okay, if you're going to be mean to her, what what does she say? Uh, I just want you to know that I will be mean to Jessica if you want me to be." Yeah. And Kelly says it's fine. Kelly says it's really no problem. I was already planning on being mean to her. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And then later and then later Aaron just walks up to her and is like, do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Kelly just snaps into action. There's uh another great Kelly and uh, Aaron moment is during um gossip when Michael is spreading rumors uh-huh. and uh he says 
Aaron says, Kelly has an eating disorder. Michael says, yeah. And Aaron says, she always eats my lunch. <laughs> and then later, uh, she says, like, uh, Aaron says to Kelly, I'm so happy you're eating again. And Kelly's eating something. She says, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the little times when Kelly is single uh, or, like, s- someone new comes in, say Charles Minor, I love getting <laughs> to see Kelly turning on the charm. Um, whether it's for Turning she kind on of does the a term. little bit with D'Angelo, she does it with Charles, Danny Cordray, any new man in the office. She's 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 gonna take a swing. Um, but she she yeah she engineers the meet cute um, against D'Angelo. Yeah. She what? drops <laughs> she drops all the books and then and then just she drops everything and then just leaves without anything she dropped. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it Meredith who says? F me when uh, no Kelly says it when they yeah it's Danny Timothy Oliphant yeah 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 when Damon Danny Cordray comes in fuck me <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great okay beep, yeah. Yeah. great beeped moment yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I swallowed a tapeworm last I swallowed a tapeworm last night it's going to grow up to three feet inside of me and then it eats all my food so that I don't get fat and then after three months I take some medicine and then I pass it <laughs> look amazing. <laughs> Creed sold it to me. <laughs> that wasn't a tapeworm. <laughs> I look really good in white. <laughs> there was an emergency. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't even know where to go next with Cal. I'm, well, that's. I, I, I mean, I, so before before that, before in season five when Charles Minor shows up, I mean, that's like before that is when Ryan breaks up with her. This is right after she breaks up with Daryl. And then Ryan breaks up with Kelly and goes to Thailand. Thailand. That's when he asks, let's have sex one more time. And if any of you cash, that would be amazing. (laughs) Goes to Thailand. And then so like for most of season five, the rest of that, she's, um, yeah, she's either trying to catch Charles's eye. uh, And like most of her plots are kind of around that. Um, Although she's just, honestly, all of her plot points, anything involving romance or gossip, she's right in there. Yeah. Thinking in like, like blood drive. Like she's way into like, oh my God, what's happening here? There's like some love story. So that's just her language. She's just she loves gossip, romance, anything in that world uh, is going to get her out of her boring day to day. And she gets very excited in the office when that happens. And uh, as the show goes on, she like her interest in like texting and gossip and pop culture kind of feeds that element of commentary into the show during mm-hmm. the D'Angelo yeah. thing when he's he, she says uh, he's just like Rango and Rango um, and. <laughs> When she's talking about texting, five dots, Daryl, are you kidding me? Like, there's a, there's an element of commentary that only she can bring into the show. Yeah, um, yes. especially be it's very very of the time, you know. She and and she's she's often called upon within people in the office for like translating into the younger generation. Like Kelly, what does this mean? <laughs> Ryan translate. Kelly translate. Yeah, Ryan translate. Uh, do you remember when they do the matchmaker test with with uh, Jim and Kathy? And they they say who who would be a good match oh. for Kathy? And Jim says Mike Tibbetts. And they look right. him up they... on Facebook. Ah! <laughs> Other good bloopers. I mean, you know, Mindy Kaling is in a ton of really funny bloopers, actually. But mm-hmm. yeah. one of the funniest ones with this one is that Mike Tibbetts is bald. And she said, maybe if he could fix his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Grow it back out. And then As if he's shaving yeah, in that yeah. pattern on purpose. And then, um, and, and then in the actual episode, she says, I'm going to write something mean on his wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has the broad face of a brewer. I don't see what's so bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. She also like uh she she loves to bully people online. <laughs> yeah. That's it. we it. get the Ryan and her are like 
I think it's when Dwight is like wants to talk to them about uh, Kelly being joining the minority, printing all colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's like, "What do you? Hey, what are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Oh, we're bully. Like, I'm cyber bullying this girl <laughs> who was mean to me at the mall." <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. And then when I'm in charge, I'm going to make Ryan manager, and then we're going to clean house. <laughs> She's also uh, the one who gives Dwight the idea to Pretty Woman, the the store. Oh the yeah. Mall. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where the uh, I tune myself out comment comes. Yeah. <laughs> what I say. My, my New Year's resolution was to get more attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. One of my my I, one of my favorite Kelly Kapoor moments too is uh, is of course uh, Andy's. Um, uh, what is it? The seminar that he holds uh, to to get more sales, and Kelly joins the team as the business bitch. <laughs> um, and it's uh, we've just we're talking about the documentary and the and the camera work. Kelly walks in and says, "It's me, Kelly Kapoor." Looks directly at the camera. <laughs> zoom in. <laughs> the business bitch. <laughs> Uh, that's a great moment. And then, of course, calling her old professor, <laughs> Kelly Kapoor. Oh, yeah. hey, what a delicious okay. surprise. <laughs> that's what he says. <laughs> what a delicious surprise. <laughs> at the uh, Kelly Kapoor. At the same time, that, like <laughs> Kelly plays it really well. Andy says, I'm really excited to introduce you guys to Ryan Howard. He's achieved a great deal in the last. And then Kelly just walks into the room and goes, oh, right. But not, perhaps no achievement is greater than his on again, off again girlfriend. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> like, right. It reminds me of in the Sting when uh, Meredith gets both Ryan and uh, and Oscar to be cleaners because they have to go along. Right. They have to yes <laughs> yeah. and the improv. Manuel <laughs> El Floro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Clean El Window. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Kelly does a great does a great job there. Uh, I mean, but now I'm just on to favorite moments, I guess, and, uh, unless there's other things we need to discuss. But I mean, we could wrap up her main plot line. Um, yeah, I think go through the hits. I think for me, you know, I, I yeah, maybe we should go through her plot line, the remaining plot line for the for the show, because she is uh, on again, off again with Ryan throughout the whole thing. Ryan goes to Florida. Um, they come back, and then Ryan, or excuse me, there's a time where Ryan is dating, or sorry, Kelly is dating Ravi. Right. And Ryan is trying eight. to make these desperate pleas with uh, mm-hmm. with terrible, terrible words to back them up. Maybe not today. <laughs> Maybe not tomorrow. And who knows how often early in the year. You wonder if Ravi was was Pam. Um, you know, like like Kelly was the one who set tried to set Pam up with Alan to go on the double date with mm-hmm. Ryan. Oh, that's the, right. The yeah, yeah. You wonder if you know Pam and Jim uh, returning the favor because Ravi is their pediatrician. Um, right. Sets them up so. Pam, Pam, uh, get, getting square on that deal. <laughs> Do you remember also Pam says, before I didn't care if Dwight died a beat farming bachelor, but having kids <laughs> makes you so soft. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Ravi, Ravi comes in and is in every way better than better than Ryan. Yeah, and as, as evidenced by Nate's yeah. uh, appraisal of the situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's incredible the moment when uh, we, Ryan's on the horse. <laughs> he can't camel. get to turn around. Oh, yeah, Camel, sorry. Turn around. Boo! Boo! <laughs> you are toxic. Uh, you are toxic. Um, And, uh, 
And uh, Kelly is, it is screws you know, up there. Cookie cutter world. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly goes out to They're afraid of our love. <laughs> <laughs> say goodbye to Ryan. Just give him a hug. And then all of a sudden they're making out like they just can't resist each other. Well, I mean, Ryan poisons a baby which Kelly finds so romantic and is so attracted to that mm-hmm. she just runs away with Ryan. And that's like, of course it was going to end that way, right? So once of again, she was so dark. From so dark. A perfect person for her who's everything that, you know, she's she would probably want. And like, we know her parents don't like Ryan at all. <laughs> Could be part of it. And Kelly says, we're running off into the sunset. And Ryan says, I finally mastered commitment. <laughs> giving a strawberry to the baby well and ryan beautiful ending ryan says like when he's trying to turn around the 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 camel or the horse he says uh i think it's thank you kelly i can't promise you that we'll always stay together i can't promise you that i'll never cheat on you nor should i modern marriages aren't built that way men aren't built that way there's a very interesting article that i can email to you but i can't (laughs) tell you this even if the odds are 50 50 that we'll break up within the week i want to roll those dice i love you kelly (laughs) It's amazing. Mm-hmm. If I flake, I flake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the other thing that hap- – yeah, that's that's essentially her plot line. But right. um, it is interesting that they kind of write Kelly and Ryan off in season nine. I think what happens a little bit in s- season eight is the show becomes kind of um, crowded in terms of storylines and characters. We've, we've alluded to this on the show before, but uh, on our show before, that there are just a lot of characters to service with different plot lines. They all have, they all have to get their arcs kind of resolved. And that happens in the finale um, in, in some manner or another, but it, it makes sense that like, it's a little harder. And I think too, as the tone of the show gets a little bit sillier in season eight, mm-hmm. um, that Kelly doesn't stand out in the same way that she does um, in the earlier seasons when the office is a little more buttoned up or a little, I, I hate to say it, not, not buttoned up. I think you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know a little you. more yeah. muted. Yeah, ex- yeah. exactly. Yeah. Understated. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's like my life is buffering. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Kelly Kelly provides like this really unique sort of voice, this different sort of comedic edge within the office. Um, she's just a very, very interesting, but very much needed flavor in the ensemble. Yeah, I, I think so. She's like she's a super important. I, I think she like she brings youth to uh, to the ensemble. Definitely. Very true. Very true. Um uh, you know, one of my favorite moments is in season three, the Christmas party episode, Benny Hanna Christmas. Um, and <laughs> Karen and Pam are making the committee to plan parties, and they put a more brightly colored flyer above Angela's flyer. And it's just like, it's just Kelly's, the back of her head just steps into frame and goes, Oh, cool. Margarita party. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Margarita karaoke Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and Angela just immediately gets mad, but it's just like, yeah, that just, just the way she says that cracks me up so much. It's like not even a joke. It's just so. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she just Characters has a really like... unique voice. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's just funny. Like I do, I get the same thing. It's not even the part of the joke or the, the, the joke, but when she's <laughs> recounting Jim with like, 
being at that party and he's like and all the guys are going chug 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 and all they'd eaten today was one of those pretzels at the mall but ryan seemed cool with it like yeah and i say can i sip it and they said no (laughs) quiet this isn't kelly kapoor story hour (laughs) what time did you leave the office last night There is an enthusiasm with which Kelly kind of reacts and interacts with the world that uh, yeah. is unique to her. There are other characters that do it. Uh, obviously, Aaron, Michael, Andy, like there's a lot of like they have a lot of enthusiastic responses to things that go on. Yes. But Kelly's Kelly's can be really unique. And especially like, you know, a lot of it's very emotional. Like like you played in your opening drop, just the emotion that she can bring to scenes, the way that she hugs Michael and Michael realizes he can get attention by pretending to be sad during grief counseling. Yeah. Like yep. there are a lot of a lot of things like that that Kelly brings in uh, to the office. That opening drop, by the way, was is from a deleted scene um, from Women's Appreciate Women's Appreciation, um, and she just I just included it because it's uh, the pause she takes before she screams and it's like, oh, Phyllis got flashed. There's a second where she kind of processes. <laughs> she realizes I should react in a very dramatic way. Yeah. Really loud scream. And then she just kind of runs over to Ryan and hugs him. It's really like, uh, like almost hanging off of him. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, oh, this is a great excuse to go be close to Ryan. Yeah. And then Stan- Stanley's like, stop that right now. <laughs> you mentioned Benny Hanna Christmas. There's a, uh, a deleted scene, but it's in the super fan cut of Ryan and Kelly exchanging gifts. Mm. Ryan tries to give Kelly a gift. And Kelly says, I, do you always give gifts to your ex-girlfriend? And then she apologizes right away. It gets in the dumpster. And then they have to go look for it in the dumpster. Don't break up with me while I'm in the dumpster. She yeah. Says <laughs> that's and then they end up banging it out in the dumpster. Yeah, that's, that's right. A crazy it's a bizarre. Scene. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like um, yeah. so wild. <laughs> Another, I mean, great deleted scene with Kelly is, uh, I mean, we didn't talk about this, but when she she alerts Stanley in the Take Your Daughter to Work Day about, uh, about Melissa. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Boy, have you lost your mind, because I'll help you find it. Um, and then it happens right. again in another deleted scene in Cocktails, when they all go to Poor Richard. Boy, yep. I will hammer spank your rear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's funny that they had that. They ran it back with... Uh, with uh, yeah. How do I, Ryan, Ryan in, that, in that deleted scene, he's like, how do I know you? And then Stanley comes around the corner. Inappropriate. <laughs> 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 uh. Thank you. What about um, some yeah. other, any other great, I mean, so many ke- great Kelly moments that we haven't mentioned. Yeah, there's one um, <laughs> where, uh, hold on, I, I got to find it. Um, so it's in the promotion in season six when uh, Michael and Dwight, or Michael and uh, Jim are talking about how to allocate the raises. Mm-hmm. And they talk about giving out the beans. What and, does a uh, bean mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And... Uh, <laughs> Kelly says, what's going on? Kevin says, Jim is only giving raises to the salesman. Um, Kelly says, what the hell? Why are you being such a jerk? Oscar, hold on, Kelly. Would it help you know that Jim thinks you're smart? No. How's that going to repair Ryan's car? (laughs) Yeah, that's actually so funny, too, because it's reminiscent of this other thing that she was put in juvenile hall for, (laughs) where she... Stealing the boat. Stole her boyfriend's parents' boat? Is that is? Am I getting that right? It was the worst year of my life, and I can't believe you're making me relive it on my birthday. <laughs> Do you even know my name? My name is Kelly. So yeah, she is capable. That could be the other reason that people don't want to break up with her, like Daryl, mm-hmm. that they know that she's capable of uh, a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a little blowback, for sure. Uh, 
another moment the the seriousness with which she does the l on her forehead <laughs> love that's like, one of my favorite whatever gifts. Yeah, and then the whatever. slicing the throat. Yeah. yeah, she does the whatever, and then slice. Yeah, <laughs> but she does it. She does it like the way a little kid like flips you off and is like, "Yeah, I mean this. Like, I'm being really mean to you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Is... Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, "This is gonna hurt if I do this." She, she believes that. There's a deleted scene where Daryl confronts her about trading his daughter a headband for her Nintendo DS. Oh yeah. Even oh, though her God. daughter's only six. And Kelly says, but it's okay. She loves that headband. Well, um, yeah, at one point, Kelly is like, it's me or your daughter. Yeah, my daughter. My <laughs> yeah. daughter. Yeah. Uh, I love it. We talked about it. But when uh, the theme of the per- the party is a, uh, it's just a chicklet. It's either television or a pillow. Yeah. yeah. They, it, they she loves it. The theme to- yeah. I love it. Like, I love the way that she just expressed, like, she has a real joy. She chooses a nap to sleep. and sleep. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I'm too, I can't too sleep. Excited. I'm too excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what I mean, where it's like, she can be so sweet. <laughs> she can be yeah, so innocent yeah. and juvenile, uh-huh. but like, yeah. so can, like, so conniving and, and mean spirited mm-hmm. sometimes. But yeah, all in a, all in a fairly, fairly harmless way, mostly. It's just like, yeah. It's like she's she's like a seventh eighth grader in terms of her meanness, but also in terms Very of middle school. what can you actually do to to hurt me? Yeah, I watched this. Uh, the, there was a pretty good YouTube video uh, called Kelly Kapoor Master Manipulator by The Take uh, that I watched doing research uh, for this uh, episode. But they they made a. A uh, pitch that uh, Kelly Kapoor is like a Machiavellian uh, type character or personality, and uh, they like had a whole list of lit- of reasons. It's like she's charming and confident. She uses flattery with people. Uh, she uh, is willing to manipulate, to lie, and deceive. She'll even cause other people harm, like cyberbullying a girl that she met at the mall. Uh, and then also never seems to be aware of the consequences. You know, she's like telling Ryan that she's pregnant and just doesn't understand why he... Or telling Michael she was raped. Yeah, like, right. you, can't do, you can't say that again. Yeah. <laughs> that is so... Yeah, I feel like Mindy Kaling, she or what I mean, just Kelly Kapoor and uh, and Ryan, they they're some of the do- darkest jokes in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Kelly Kelly is often um, uh, maneuvering in her own way to get what she wants, uh, whether it's with Ryan or from Michael or in that regard. She has a very big presence in the viewing party, which is very into Glee. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she just has a, she's very versatile as far as the uh, the show goes. We know her dream job is not at Dunder Mifflin, but working in anthropology. Yeah, yeah. Jordan had quit, and she's like, well, why would you give up that job? How'd you even get that job? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, we know that uh, <laughs> that that Michael got a gift for Kelly. He, he tries to re-gift the, um, the Hello Kitty laptop sleeve, and oh, yeah. uh, she, she was with the receipt, and Kelly just says, God, how many number nines did you order? This is a fast food receipt from April. Still. <laughs> How many filet of fishes did you eat? Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Still. I think one one last thing that we should acknowledge, I sure. think. Um, you know, we, we like this episode is about Kelly, the character in the office, but we should acknowledge too that like I mean Mindy Kaling, I think, 
is one of the biggest sort of stars to come out of the office in her own way. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of, yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of the actors like John Krasinski, Steve Carell, of course, like They've made their, yeah, made their careers. They've gone on to, to be big things. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of the writers have done that as well, like BJ Novak or, or, um, you know, just, I mean, some of the other writer performers, like there's obviously like people have done different things coming off the office, but Mindy Kaling has done quite a bit. I mean, in terms of not just as an actor, but also as a creator, you know, creating her own yeah. Mindy project. Like she's really done so much. Um, That's, like she's, yeah. Even compared to like, like as far as office alumni who are doing and making their own thing, it's her like by a mile. Like I know John Krasinski did the quiet place, you know, and, but other than that, you know, most of the other people are either just like either writing on stuff or acting and stuff, but she's still fully creating her own show and doing it all. And like, it's, mm-hmm. it's very cool. Yeah. We should also acknowledge too, that like, there is um, there is some stuff that has come out that Mindy Kaling has kind of talked about in the last few years. Like, for example, like there was kind of this mean comment and somebody in the writer's room commenting on like her character's weight that kind of like really, really impacted her. And mm. it kind of oh, wow. a lot of the work that she's done since, you know, like um, and like cause work, working in the same room. And then at the same time um, that like when uh, her co-writers and her um, – co-producers would kind of get honored she like i think couldn't wasn't allowed like on the stage with them or something like that when they would go to accept an award or that cool. um I, I was trying to look into this to make sure that like i could i could capture it um and i don't feel like i'm doing a great job but like the tv academy made her it was something like when she was a young writer on the show she had to um fill out okay they made me not any of the other producers fill out a whole form and write an essay about all my contributions as a writer and producer I had to get all these letters from other male white producers saying that I contributed when well, my actual record stood for for itself. And she talks about being like the youngest member of the staff, um, being the most junior, yeah. being a woman of color, and how like that you know that the kind of thing impacted Weird. her. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting to watch see that stuff come out, and she's had to kind of deal with or not not deal with it, but like she's had to overcome it, I guess. Um, but you know, important to mention, but at the same time, like she's been such a success with all of her other projects mm. since then. I mean. Um, yeah, and not just her movie roles or the things that she's created, but also her starring roles, like that movie Late Night. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, she stars in the Mindy Project. Like she's got all this um, creative control. She's really great on screen. Definitely, nah, yeah. Mindy Kaling is is amazing. I didn't and I didn't really know about that, so I'm gonna look at more into that um, story. But uh, that like but... a frenemy. She said that there's a story about how a frenemy <laughs> told her how to dress for um, an award ceremony, and they said most people would get a, a fashion uh, stylist. And that mm-hmm. uh, somebody described as a friend of me told her to wear jeans and a T-shirt to like this Yikes. event on the red carpet. That's kind of what she wore. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Huh. Huh. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, for someone that's... for someone in the industry, I think with with the deck stacked against her for sure, especially when she was starting in you know two thousand five, she's really uh, really crushed it. Done. Yeah. Done cool things. Well, you know, I mean, I, I mean, that's the other thing. I was, I, I was reading a little bit about her before this, and and uh, you know, she, she says that you know one of the reasons that she really wanted to make the Mindy Project was that she's like, I never see families that look like mine on television, you know, and uh, you know, you see a lot more of that now. They're trying to you know really diversify in sitcoms and stuff like that, but. You know, even the Mindy project is probably pretty early in that uh, mm-hmm. in that transition. So she's had to I, I, I'm sure she's had to fight really hard and has put up with a lot of uh, prejudice. There's another quote she talks about. Never have I ever. And like about how, like, 
you know, the the main character is an Indian girl, and she dates, and boys like her, boys hate her. Like that's like a you know common back and forth in mm-hmm. the show. It's a high school show, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I think too, like I mean, like you said, like she's just a fantastic writer and creator. Greg Daniels, there's a I, I couldn't find it just now, but there's a story where Greg Daniels calls her the best writer on the show, and mm. he's like, maybe I should stop saying that, but like she, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, he has a line where like usually when when we have good writers, I can see how they may got steps to get to certain places, but with Mindy, I can never tell the steps, something like that. Hmm. Um, but it's a great compliment because uh, Mindy Kaling has said that she's only open to returning to the office as a reboot remake if Greg Daniels is the showrunner, which makes hmm. sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. So maybe maybe we will see something like that. But someday. it all leads to the most important question. How's that going to fix Ryan's car? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, well, there you have it. That's their cookie cutter world. (laughs) (laughs) That's Kelly Kapoor. Uh, you know, I'm sure that we've missed, uh, some other great lines of hers, uh, and moments. So please go ahead and write us if, if there's any that you are, are thinking about right now, but it's time for us to take a quick break and then we'll meet up in the conference room. Don't tell me how to spend my tickets. All right. Everybody in the conference room. I don't care if you are gay or straight or a lesbian or overweight. Just get in here right now. All right, quick, quick couple uh, conference room questions here, uh, and then we'll get to some trivia. Uh, I believe is the plan. Yes. First one here, we have a uh, quick feedback from the job, which was our last, which is our last episode. We had a few people write into this, uh, write us in with this. Is that we failed? We completely failed to mention. In talking about the job, about mm. uh, Creed's savviness uh, in flooding the market with shroot bucks, uh, we see. Him getting <laughs> yeah. The, oh yeah, yeah. The hand yeah. truck. Well, Did, oh man, we didn't bucks. even mention that. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. And then uh, bringing them in <laughs> to redeem them, knowing that Dwight would be like, "Where'd you get all these?" And then say, "Just give me the reward, or I'll flood the market with these babies." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he, <laughs> the, Dwight uses the marker, the special marker on him. He's, Get a counterfeit penny. <laughs> these are counterfeit. Yeah, like, and he's like, I'm turning them in. What's the reward? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the 200 bucks. Yeah. Uh, so he just said, yeah, he, he said, don't mind me. Uh, that was from Jim, who uh, who sent us that question and said, don't mind me. I'm just a Creed super fan. But I heard it from <laughs> a few different uh, people. Hit us Creed super fans. Yeah. All the Creed super fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, we have a shout out that was asked. Uh, we were t- we were to give for Mother's Day, and you know okay. what? While we're at it, let's salute all the mothers, all the troops out there, uh, the mothers mothers of the troops. No, but we had uh, we got an email from from Justin who says, "Good afternoon, guys. I wanted to reach out and see if you guys did any type of shout out or video or on air shout outs." Well, we're going to do an on air shout out, which is. Um, uh, Justin says, obviously, Mother's Day is coming up, and my wife and I are giant fans. She's a member of Scott's Tots, along with the Crew Net Crew. Hashtag Crew Net Crew. Hey, Join it. Nice. So nice. Thank and you. I was wondering if you guys might be able to send a shout out. Her name is Cindy. We just moved from Astoria, Oregon to Annapolis, Maryland. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Across the country. Coast to coast. Coast to coast, staying in the A cities. Uh, and during the drive, we <laughs> listened to almost every single episode. Wow. Uh, she sent, sent us a picture. Here she is with her crew uh, neck. She's got a gray crew neck standing in front of, nice. I believe that's Landscape Arch um, in Arches National Park in Utah. Um, and uh, awesome. she says, thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. P.S. Sean is her favorite. Uh, but she really enjoys all of you. Why are you so oh. surprised? Come on, buddy. I'm the worst part of this show. Bye. Not true. No, 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 no. Objection. No, that's very nice. Thank Sean you. is her favorite, but she really Keeps enjoys it real. us all. Yeah. 
Oh, thank you so much. So, well, yes, shout happy out Mother's Day. Big shout out to Cindy and big happy shout Mother's out Day, Cindy. to every mom uh, as Mother's Day is yeah. only a couple days away from when this episode comes out. Hardest job there is. <laughs> and, you know what might make it easier is uh, uh, joining the crew neck crew. Get yourself a crew yeah. neck sweater. Like <laughs> That's Cindy. a good plug. She looks great in it and the picture. It's it's it just, you know, it fits everyone beautifully that I've seen a picture on. So, uh, yes join join the crew join us that's what this so that's what mother's day needs more of merchandise crew next <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh well awesome well thank you uh thank you for those folks who wrote in thank you alex for uh leading us in dude some you're feedback. so welcome man you're so welcome. <laughs> let's uh let's go let's go play some trivia okay yeah. let's just do our thing collect our hardware and get the hell home this week's trivia is sent to us by Karen. She writes, hello, MSPC. Love you guys. Love the pod. I have not been lucky enough to get a trivia on air yet, but I am persistent, confident, and learning new words every day. It is going immensely. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Please enjoy this hopefully tricky trivia about a pretty well-known episode, Stress Relief. Guys, this is just four questions oh, wow. that are pretty darn hard. So okay. here we go. Uh, what is the ringtone on Pam's cell phone when she is watching the movie with Andy and Jim? Is it for Elise? No. Nope. No, wait. I I can hear it. How does it go? <laughs> uh, it's... Alex, that did sound kind of right. <laughs> yeah, because I, I can hear it. I can see Tequila. the it No, it's... Um... Mm-mm. Uh, uh, you make my dreams come true. Yes, by uh, all notes. Yeah, wow, that was very. I had good. to go deep. It was like, it, it go, <laughs> I just it was like, eh, eh, like it's got the enter your mind palace. <laughs> what I want. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, some there's uh, some things I can go into the mind palace for. <laughs> we used to say that this is this is totally a tangent. We used to uh-huh. play trivia with our uh, our friend Danny. We used to be like, Dan, enter the mind palace. <laughs> and his Harry Potter. So, yeah. Go into the castle, see it for yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, question number two. At the end of Michael's meditation exercise, he asks them. What kind of ice cream they want? <laughs> what are the two types of ice cream mentioned? Who says them? And bonus points for uh, uh, ch- 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 the reasons Michael says they aren't good choices. Stanley says chocolate. Stanley says chocolate, and Michael says too fattening. Uh, no. Racism is dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could have any kind of ice cream you want. All right, there's one more mentioned. And it's not too fattening either. Does someone say a sherbet? No. Is it mint chocolate chip? No. He would have been down with that. That's his favorite. Mm-hmm. Rocky Road. It is Chunky Monkey. Chunky oh. Monkey. Kevin Meredith, Meredith says Meredith. it. Meredith, dang it. Yeah. And <laughs> Michael says too expensive. <laughs> Eagles flavors. Witchy Womanella. Kick it to the limit. <laughs> Uh, okay, question number three. I, 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 I don't know if you guys know this one. What is the actual Spanish or English translation of Oscar's 
uh, Spanish roast speech. I mean, we do all of this for you, for you. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, that's the end. Okay, yeah, you yeah, kinda, the you, you yeah. got the end. Yeah, or the end. I it's like of... I'm going. Are we go to work. Yes, we do all the of work for you. Yeah, exactly. For you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first part. Yeah. The first part is you give me an ulcer every time I wake up and have to come into work. I have to come to work for you, for you. Uh, so okay. that is uh, so. There you go. If you ever wondered, that is the English translation. Uh, finally, who was originally supposed to play the Chloris Leachman character in Mrs. Albert Hannaday? Uh, I have no idea. I actually think I know this. Um, there's Jack Black and Jessica Alba. Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, uh, no, but that's a good uh, guess. Meryl Streep? No. I don't know. I'll Who's give it? you I'll one check more. check the web. <laughs> it's, um... No, oh, Nicole Kidman. Yes! Ding, yes. Ding, wow. Ding. Good work. Yeah. Wow. Excellent work. Wow. You guys did pretty... Do- that was... Wow. I'm going to give you guys... I don't know. That was like an 85%. How about that? Good work. How about a, two fi- how about a two fifteenths? <laughs> All right, then. Uh, good, good work, you guys. Uh, and also, Karen, thank you so much for sending in trivia. If you would like to send us some trivia, uh, go ahead and email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Email is also the best way to get a hold of us. If you mm. ever have a conference room question or a bit of feedback or anything like that, uh, we do. Uh, we it's just easiest to to check the emails for us. So please uh, shoot us an email. Uh, you can also call us. That's also a great way to get a hold of us because we like to do the voicemail episodes. 503-694-9314. We would love to hear your voice. Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. And we have a store, mspcstore.com. That's where you can uh, join the crew neck crew. We also have mugs uh, with all of Ryan Lloyd's fabulous artwork. Uh, and Speaking as of, I mentioned, we need a Kelly drawing. We, we've got one. Oh, we it's do done. have one. Duh. Mm-hmm. Yep. We also uh, need Ryan to come on here and, and answer questions about why she started the fire with her cheesy pita. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also, we are on uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Become a Scott's Tot. Uh, join us. As I said in the beginning, you get main feed, ad-free episodes. You get bonus uh, uh, mailbag episodes where we promise that you know we'll, we'll get to your question. And, uh, and, uh, I mean, we really we do get to like, it, we get to like everybody's, we had to set to, a yeah. rule about mm-hmm. like, we can't do more than one question sometimes, but, um, <clears throat> uh, but you, so anyways, you can join us on there and, and be a part of that. Uh, we donate a portion of the funds to the third good Marshall college fund, uh, special, special thanks to our Scott's tots. Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the show and, uh, for being our friends and, and it's, we just love you so much and, uh, and special thanks and happy birthday to Ryan Lloyd. Yay. who designs all of our artwork. Uh, it is her birthday today and, uh, yeah, go ahead and, uh, wish her a happy birthday to your, to yourself. I guess, uh, to yourself. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> Just say it aloud. <laughs> to Ryan Lloyd, a.k.a. Rydog, a.k.a. the Bart Simpson of Portland. Yes. <laughs> this uh, this episode was recorded over video chat. Uh, thank you for listening. I am uh, lonely. And I need a new Ryan. <laughs>
<laughs> thanks for listening to us. Thanks for hanging out with us, spending a little time while we talk about our favorite show, kick around quotes, uh, and talk about these characters. It's uh, it's 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 so much fun, um, and it means the world to us that you listen, that you support us. We get to keep doing it week after week. Um, just thank you, uh, as always, and again. Take care. Stay safe. See you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the sauce. Yes, yes sir. Da-da. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.